When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Conscious Shift with Julianne Turner brings insights from leading voices and visionaries across the globe to guide and inspire you to create your own conscious shift into your true power and singular greatness. Through her expertise, author, speaker, and social innovator, Julianne Turner, a world authority on the creative process, guides you to discover how to consciously create the life, work, and world you most desire. And now, here's your Conscious Shift host, Julianne Turner. Welcome, everyone. This is Julianne Turner. We are so glad that you're joining us today for Conscious Shift. And we are envisioning all of you bright lights across the the world, across the globe, all of you Conscious Shifters out there. And I just want to let you all know that I have a special gift for you as listeners of Conscious Shift. If you go to ConsciousShiftShow.com, I have a gift, a Conscious Shift Genius Guide and Audio that I created especially for you with Seth Godin, one of the most creative visionaries of our time. And I want you to have that. It is filled with nuggets of gold and clear action steps to help you shift your creativity, your genius, your prosperity, and inspire you to live your highest potential. So you can pick that up for free as my gift at ConsciousShiftShow.com. Or if you would prefer to simply text, you may receive the gift by simply texting the word SHIFT, S-H-I-F-T, and the number 1, SHIFT1, with no spaces, to 44222. And you'll receive the Genius Guide and audio that way. Would love for you to have it. I know you'll enjoy it. And we're so glad you're here. Especially today, have a, I think a very special exploration, a special treat for you. And that is, we're all aware here on Conscious Shift. We talk about consciousness and creativity all the time. But I want to make you aware today, and our guest will do so as well, aware that there is truly a rising revolution in human possibility. It revolves around hacking states of consciousness to massively up-level our performance. And our guest today, Stephen Kotler, has already discovered in his research that there is already a $4 trillion industry in this area of hacking consciousness. And he has written an amazing new book called Stealing Fire, I love that title, Stephen, Stealing Fire. Welcome to Conscious Shift. Thanks for having me. It's good to be here. 
Absolutely. We, you know, we are all aware of that metaphor, stealing fire, stealing fire from the gods. And I love that as your title, Stephen, that, that we're all really seeking that higher experience, that higher potential, aren't we? I think it is, uh, it's fundamental, it's innate. Uh, Jason Silva from National Geographic Brain Games, who we write about a little bit, um, says that it's essentially the language without words that we all speak. Mm. It's pretty accurate. Love that. And also, uh, we've talked about this before, Stephen, and we, I love Jason Silva, and he's such a great example of this kind of lifting of our levels of consciousness. And I uh, know that he is uh, also part of, uh, you know, a great example of flow, being in flow, which is really started as the centerpiece of your work. Why don't we give our listeners just a little bit of con- a context around flow, and then we can follow the path to a stealing fire. Does that sound good? It's a great place to start. Okay. So flow is an altered state of consciousness. It is a state of consciousness where we feel our best and we perform our best. And you may call flow by other names. It may be being in the zone or runner's high or being unconscious. Flow is a technical term. Um, And it refers to those moments of rapt tension and total absorption where we get so focused on the task at hand that everything else vanishes. Action awareness will merge, your sense of self disappears, time passes strangely, and throughout all aspects of performance, mental and physical, go through the roof. That's flow quick and dirty. Exactly. Great, great uh, explanation, Stephen. And, And what I want everyone to understand, too, is that what we're talking about, Stephen, is not just a little, little bit of a bump in potential. What you found in your research around flow uh, and seen in the CEOs and sports stars and uh, others who have tapped into this flow, this altered state of consciousness, they get boosts of up to 400% in motivation, creativity, and performance, right? Yeah, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. And it's not, uh, the, the bigger picture, the probably more important picture is it's not just our research. There's about 150 years of research dating back to the 1870s, literally some of the very first experiments run in psychology, run in neuroscience, that all say the same thing. Flow is the secret to ultimate human performance. It's ubiquitous, meaning it shows up in anyone, anywhere, certain initial conditions are met. But whenever it shows up, it is the signature of real significant shifts. And, you know, the important ones for your listeners are we see uh, a kind of a huge shift in kind of mood and meaning. So in these states, um, we feel better than than we do. And what the research consistently shows is the people who have the most exposure to them are the happiest people on Earth. They're the same people who test off the charts for overall well-being and life action. They really feel like their lives have deep meaning and purpose. Simultaneously, we, we with these psychological boosts, we also see huge performance boosts. Um, these states sort of amplify all the brain's fundamental information processing structures. So creativity goes up. Learning increases. Motivation goes through the roof. Uh, McKinsey, 
the business consultancy did a 10-year study, and they found that top executives in flow reported being 500% more productive than out of flow. So huge boosts, as you pointed out. Wow. <laughs> no wonder we're all chasing uh, those heightened states of consciousness. And, and I do want to touch on and, and kind of pull the thread through that you started, Stephen, about this is um, a master need. It's it's uh, it's been called a fourth evolutionary drive, and as we know, uh, people like uh, Abraham Maslow said, you know, this kind of uh, striving, um, yearning for our high to express our highest potential, you know, Maslow called it uh, self actualization. You know that that it was it was kind of the ultimate need at at, at the top of his hierarchy of needs. You are totally right. Um, and, you know, it, it, it's very fundamental. It's very basic. What the research shows um, is that pretty much every creature on Earth, mammals, birds, some insects, definitely humans, have found ways to alter their consciousness one way or another. This could be everything from, you know, animals using psychedelic compounds that they find, um, which is everywhere in nature, to kids spinning in circles, hyperventilating, rolling down hills. Right? Mm. We see it sort of every, everywhere. And, you know, the question is, what's going on? Where is this coming from? Why do we have this urge to get out of our heads? What is that? And um, it seems very powerful. And when they look closer, they realized um, it's incredibly potent, so potent that they now refer to it, as you pointed out, as a fourth evolutionary drive, meaning it's as powerful as their desire for food, sex, or shelter. It's also ubiquitous. It's everywhere. And the question was why? What is it giving us? And the answer is it's giving us heightened creativity. Every animal gets stuck in ruts, right? They'll do the same thing over and over, getting the same results. Nothing changes. That is a dead end from an evolutionary perspective. But when you can alter consciousness, you can take in different information, you can make different decisions, you can reach different conclusions, it breaks you out of ruts. It allows you to innovate around problems. And this need to innovate around problems is fundamental. It's really, really, really basic. So what we're learning is that altered states are literally the tool that evolution gave us to solve certain kinds of problems. And interestingly, they're the exact problems that we are actually trying to solve in the world today, sort of the most critical things. Mm, that is so powerful. just struck me as you said that, Stephen, as you described the the ruts that all beings get into, and we we hate that. You know, we don't want to be bored. We we want we want uh, to move forward. We don't want to feel like we're stuck. And so that stuckness that you're describing, it it reminds me that that we call that stasis. Right? Being static. <laughs> very good point there. That's very funny. Okay, let's finish this. Well done. Really well done. Okay. <laughs> I, it just, it just struck me. And, um, yeah. so what, what your term and, and really going all the way back to the Greeks, um, and all the way forward to the Navy SEALs, the new term that's being used is called ecstasis. As in ecstasy, tell us a little bit about the the origin of that term and why it's so appropriate. Yeah, that's a that's very funny. So, all the way back to the ancient Greeks, they knew that a certain 
bandwidth, shall we say, a certain range of altered states of consciousness massively increase performance. And their title for these states, and we have so many different terms today, but their title was stasis. Stasis literally means ex stasis, to stand outside oneself, so to stand outside of normal consciousness, and to be filled with what the, the Greeks talked about as divine inspiration, and we would talk about today as heightened insight, intuition, creative problem solving. So ecstasis is literally an altered state where our sense of self disappears and we're filled with a level of information that we don't normally have access to. And it turns out, neurobiologically, this is an absolutely perfect term. It describes a whole bandwidth of states, everything from awe, flow states, meditative states, prayer states, contemplative states, embodied contemplative states like yogic states, things along those lines, psychedelic states, mystical experiences like trance states or speaking in tongues or out-of-body experiences. It covers all of them because in all of those experiences, your sense of self disappears and you have access to information that you don't normally get. And what's cool and why we chose the term is what research has showed. A hundred years ago, William James pointed out that all these so-called ecstatic states seemed really, really similar. They seem to have make us feel similar things and have similar impacts on our consciousness and our well-being. And he noticed this. And psychology didn't really pay attention. Freud came along and got interested in solving pathological problems, not exploring kind of, you know, psychological possibility. It took about a hundred-year detour around this idea. But we've come back to it and we've learned a couple things. First of all, all these, youth, all these states, these so-called ecstatic states, are actually neurobiologically very similar. They do similar things to the brain. And that explains why all these various things make us feel the same way. And this tells us something really important, which is what's kind of at the heart of stealing fire. It's just that a whole bunch of different people. So, you know, soccer moms with yoga practices, businessmen, you know, who are going on silent meditation retreats, Wall Street guys who are zapping their brains with electrodes to alter consciousness before they're going out into the trading floor, Silicon Valley engineers who are microdosing with psychedelics, um, action adventure for sport athletes chasing flow states, people using kind of advanced sexual practices to alter consciousness. These are widely disparate groups of people who don't see themselves as the same thing, but it turns out neurobiologically, they're all doing the same thing. They're all chasing ecstasis. Yes, beautiful. And so it really is once you uh, and your partner, Jamie, uh, and all of your research, Stephen, on flow, once you kind of identify that signature of neurobiology, then that kind of became a lens through which you kind of started looking around and going, holy cow, you know, this th- this altered states uh, economy uh, everywhere. It's, it's actually, you know, not just drugs, you know, media, recreation, personal growth. It, it just runs the gamut, as you just said. Yeah, it, it really was everywhere. And, you know, it started, as you pointed out, but decoding flow gave us something of a Rosetta Stone for altered states. Um, not complete at, by any stretch of the imagination, but a really good big picture. And as we were doing our work with the Flow Genome Project, we were encountering everybody from, you know, Silicon Valley founders of, of big tech companies through, you know, Navy SEALs, 
um, through Wall Street guys, and you know, we were talking about flow. One particular alter did a consciousness, and they were interested in a in a much bigger bandwidth. They were using everything from meditation through psychedelics, through yoga, through going to transformational festivals like Burning Man, and on and on to shift their consciousness. They wanted to know, hey, you know, this stuff seems to be working. What is it? Is it the same? Is it different? And we started looking at it. We went, holy crap! It neurobiologically say same thing is going on. All these people are chasing the same state. It doesn't matter the technique they're using to get there. It's taking them to the same place. This led us to a bigger question, which is where you're, what you're alluding to, which is we started to wonder, well, you know, this is what's going on at the highest level. What does the rest of the world look like? So we decided to calculate what we call the altered states economy, which is quite literally how much money do we spend trying to alter our consciousness? Now, this can be using substances, right? We, 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 can, we can talk about drugs here. We can talk about alcohol here. We can talk about nicotine here and, and, and those things. But we also included state-changing experiences, things like dancing at a rave, going to a festival like Burning Man, taking in an IX movie where the whole theater is designed to shift your state, using VR technology and on and on, social media, etc. We tried to be as conservative as possible, so we, we, we played a lot of attention to the neurobiology that we sort of just talked about a little bit. So we wanted that neurobiological signature of state change before we included an experience in our tally. Doing this, globally, what we discovered is that we now spend $4 trillion a year trying to alter our consciousness. Wow. That is enormous. It's one-sixteenth of the economy. It's bigger than the GDP of Britain. It's bigger than the GDP of India or Russia. It's a gargantuan stack of cash and it's a testament to two things really the first is this is this is kind of what that fourth evolutionary drive the urge to alter our consciousness looks like in market terms mm. and it's also a really good metric for how much innovation right which is the result of altering our consciousness we crave here in the 21st century, how important those two things have really become to us, um, on top of actually probably the psychological benefit uh, that comes along. Because there's a lot of people trying to train to change their consciousness in a lot of different ways just to get a little relief from the voice in their heads. So that's also probably folded into that tally. But that's a it's a huge number. Absolutely, I want to I want to come back to that. That's such an important piece of this. Stephen is the innovation piece and the and the requirement for creativity and innovation in the 21st century. But I do want to touch on a couple of things that you also mentioned, and that is, you know, how it feels. So um, you've got you've got several kind of positive evolutionary forces at work here, right? It's it's like innovation, um, co-creation, all of those kinds of things, but also um, this 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 feeling of ecstasis of being ecstatic of uh, is is um that's why people take drugs they're trying to seek that feeling so can you give us just a little bit of a, a, a just, where does that come from well I, i'm looking at that too but i also wondered if you could give us just a little bit more of a view on what is that signature neurobiology is it brainwave states is it you know yeah, no, what is great question so we th- you see three things in all these states um, that we're talking about in, these, in, in the moments of ecstasis. Um, 
you see the prefrontal cortex, the seat of most of your higher cognitive functions, right, the right behind your forehead, long-term thinking, complex decision-making, sense of morality, sense of will. This part of the brain gets really quiet. Brainwaves are normally, like me and you talking right now, in beta, fast-moving wave. They drop all the way down to meditative alpha, sometimes even down to really deep meditative theta. We also see stress hormones like cortisol and norepinephrine get flushed out of our system, and they're replaced by feel-good performance-enhancing neurochemicals like dopamine, endorphins, serotonin, and anandamide, and so forth. So that, that neurobiologically is what's going on, and the, these, these compounds, this change, makes feel a very specific way across the boards. So those are the changes. Those are the those are the internal changes that lead to a very, you know, clear external emotional signature. Absolutely. So you've got the uh, neurobiology of how it works and the phenomenology of how it feels, and they're they're really uh, attractive, <laughs> attractive uh, outcomes from from finding this state and from from flow, literally flowing state. And so now propelling this $4 trillion industry, which is only growing, are actually four forces that kind of thread through what you've already shared with us here. Um, would you share with us those four forces? And I think that will kind of tie this back around for our audience. Perfect question, for sure. So one of the questions we asked ourselves is what's going on? Where's this if this is a giant revolution, people using, you know, hacking consciousness to increase performance, what what's why now? Why is it going on? And what the research showed is that there are four forces right now that are driving this forward. And they're psychology, neurobiology, pharmacology and technology. These are the the four domains that feed the most into kind of the altered state world. And all four of these domains are now information technologies, and they're accelerating on exponential growth curves. They're moving very, 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 very quickly. And as a result, we are gaining all kinds of access to territory that we've never had before. And <clears throat> sort of the easiest way to think about this is in 1997, Dr. Andrew Newberg decoded, he's at the University of Pennsylvania, he decoded the very first mystical experience, the the sense of unity, cosmic unity, being one with everything. He figured out where does that come from in the brain? Why do we feel that, you know, in meditative states and flow states and states of all? Like, where does that come from? <clears throat> it was the very first sort of spiritual experience that anybody had, been, had decoded, 1997. And I remember talking to, to, to Dr. Newberg at the time, I knew him back then, and I said, you know, how far do you think this is going to go? And I knew what was going on in the field. He knew what was going on in the field. We both were in agreement that, like, you know, if we saw a couple more steps in our lifetime, in our lifetimes, that would be huge. So it's 20 years later, and because neurobiology, psychology, technology, and pharmacology are accelerating so quickly, pretty much every spiritual experience you can think of has been decoded and compared. So it's not just that we've decided people's brains when they're chanting, praying, singing, speaking in tongues, having out-of-body experiences, having near-death experiences, etc., etc., because we've done that. We know where all that stuff is coming from. The cool thing is we're figuring out how to reproduce it. Mm. So 
we are figuring out what is what sits underneath these so-called mystical experiences once the rarest experiences on earth very powerful boosts of inspiration that tend to found religions right and right. and and now we're reproducing them so there are headsets technological headsets for example that can produce out of body experiences or the feeling of sense presences gods or ghosts in the room with you um, we've got other technology, VR technology, that allows you to have out-of-body experiences or experience doppelganger effects where you project your double. So we're really getting good at decoding all this stuff at a level that we've never been able to before. And it's, you know, it's an amazing kind of revolution. As a result, right, we are, you know, we are, for the first time ever, we are able to map kind of the inexplicable. Um, we are also able to kind of create these experiences nearly on demand, and even better, we're starting to figure out how to take them to scale. So it used to be a handful of people in a room having one of these experiences tops, and now it's 500,000 people at a concert. Wow. It's fascinating, isn't it? It's very exciting, and, and you touch on many of these many of these knowledges and some of the things that are coming in your book, uh, Tomorrowland, which we've also featured on the show. So if you're listening, uh, if you're a uh, listener today, you can also get that archive on Conscious Shift on iTunes, uh, Stephen. It, it, it would extend, uh, the detail that, uh, that we're not going to, <laughs> we're not going to have time to go into on, on those technologies today. But, but the point is, Stephen, um, that what you're finding then is the kinds of uh, shifts in consciousness and attaining these high levels of performance and motivation and creativity that it once took a shaman 40 years of meditation consistently to do, you've cut that down to what? What, what, what would be an equivalent with some of these new tools? Well... It's fast. I mean, and some of it is, it was always fast and we just didn't realize it. So, for example, one thing you just referenced is uh, kind of shifts in meditation. We used to think, early research done in the 90s, said if you really want to use meditation to kind of shift your brain consistently into the gamma range where you can get all kinds of really powerful effects on kind of mood and well-being and cognition, it's going to take about 30 years of meditation. You know, and it was, that's what the research was showing. We've gotten more aggressive with the research, and now they've started to realize that, and this was work that was done at the University of North Carolina not too long ago, four days of meditation, 20 minutes a day, is enough to start producing actual significant changes in cognition. So some of it is these tools work a lot faster than we ever realized. What's crazy is we now can layer tools together. So we've got classic meditation practices, and now we've got EEG headsets that can steer us to that alpha-theta borderline that you can attain in deep meditation. So not only do you have the standard meditation techniques, now you have a technology that can really help you short-circuit the path very, very quickly. And there's other technologies, other techniques that can be layered on top of this. So you can, as you pointed out, go A to B very, very quickly. Mm. And it's it's fascinating how people are layering these techniques. Now, one of the things I, I want to 
want to ask you. I've been wanting to ask you since I was reading the book and uh, uh, Stephen is it, it really was fascinating to me that one of the examples that you gave and you kind of uh, referred to it earlier, touched on it just briefly, is that some of these uh, Wall Street traders are actually zapping their brains before they go on to the trading floor because that actually kind of zaps their prefrontal lobe that we would most of the time think, well, that's, we need that. You know, that's, that's what we think with. That's what we sort with. But what they're finding is, what you found is that, and, and what these Wall Street traders are finding is that by doing that, they are able to actually access and process more information. Can you even begin to scratch the surface surface of that for us? Sure, of course. It's a great question. So a couple things that are important. First thing to know is, yes, they're, they're absolutely doing this, um, but they're experts, right? They're, they're, these are not guys who don't know anything about the market. They're expert Wall Street people, okay? So that's important. They've already learned a ton of stuff about the market. What happens is they're using transcranial magnetic stimulation technologies like that, and they're using a magnetic pulse to knock out, to scramble, and shut down the prefrontal cortex, right? The part of your brain I mentioned earlier that is normally active and shuts down in these states. By doing this, they're turning processing over from the conscious mind to the subconscious. Subconscious has lots of advantages. It's lightning quick. It's very, very powerful. It's unlimited RAM, basically. Um, it, it, you know, it runs in um, in parallel, so it can do a lot of stuff at once. Um, if you were a novice, if you don't know anything about the market, you know, clicking over to subconscious processing and putting yourself on Wall Street isn't going to help. Right? There's no nothing there, right? But these guys are experts. They've already they already know what to do, and their conscious mind, which is slow, very very limited, subject to a lot of kind of filters can lead you astray in moments of high-speed decision-making. Your subconscious, properly used, is much better at it. So we're seeing, you know, you're seeing it on Wall Street. You're also seeing it with radar operators. Um, that's becoming increasingly common using the same technology. Again, they've got kind of expert-level skill, but if they can get their prefrontal out of the way, that kind of regulatory network... Um, they find they can actually take in more data and, you know, use it more correctly. So that's what's going on um, at that level. It's really neat. Um, what we're learning, by the way, is a lot of decision to get this right is really required. Um, so it's not like there, the, you, there are guys who are doing this with, you know, a 9-volt battery and wires. And you get it wrong, you can make yourself stupid for a little while, but, you you know, you get it right and the results are really interesting. And it's a really, you know, we're at the front end, the very front end of this. But, you know, as I said, the technology is moving very, very quickly. So, uh, you know, each year is bringing big developments. Wow. It's, it's, it is, it's, it's, it's really compelling to hear, you know, how people are dialing this in, literally, in a way. Um, and I do want to talk about, we're going to take a short break, but I do want to talk about with you when we come back, Stephen, about you know, the high-speed decision-making, the creativity, those kinds of uh, skills that we know are essential for the 21st century and what this revolution has to do with that. We will be right back. This is Julianne Turner. You are listening to Conscious Shift.
of the voices and visionaries shared here on Conscious Shift with Julianne Turner from spiritual guides like Marianne Williamson, Barbara Marks Hubbard, and Don Miguel Ruiz to creative sparks like Julia Cameron of The Artist's Way and inspiring business gurus like Seth Godin and Daniel Pink. Then you'll love being able to grasp their wise guidance and apply their step-by-step wisdom to the new Conscious Shift Notes Action Guide series, a version of Cliff Notes for each Conscious Shift show. With Conscious Shift Notes, they not only give you the engaging full audio interviews from each Conscious Shift visionary and the full written transcript, but now they've also taken each Conscious Shift show interview and distilled it down to its essential essence. So you get each Conscious Shift show summarized on just a few colorful visual pages with bullet points, highlights, and key quotes. So you can grasp the key points at one glance. Want to know the best news? Conscious Shift host Julianne Turner wants you to experience the inspiration of their new Conscious Shift notes absolutely free for a limited time. With her free gift of their first Conscious Shift Notes, Action Guide, and Audio Series with Seth Godin, go to ConsciousShiftShow.com to receive your free gift now. In your free gift, Conscious Shift Notes said, multiple New York Times bestselling author and creative visionary Seth Godin shares in detail exactly how you can discover and profit from your own unique genius and start doing what really matters to you and to the world. Your first step is to go to ConsciousShiftShow.com right now to receive your free Conscious Shift Notes, Action Guide, and Audio, along with their Conscious Shift Show updates from their growing global community of fellow visionaries. Most important, you'll also get to see how you can access all their Conscious Shift Show wisdom in their brand new Conscious Shift Notes collections around transformational topics they've shared, like prosperity, life purpose, creativity at work, transformational leadership, and many more. In fact, their first Conscious Shift Show Notes collection on prosperity is available now and includes Marianne Williamson on Love Divine Compensation, Julia Cameron on A Prosperous Heart, Dan Pink on To Sell as Human, and Adam Grant on Give and Take, How True Leadership Starts with a Giving Mindset, and much more. Go to ConsciousShiftShow.com right now to claim your Conscious Shift Notes, Action Guide, and Audios to guide you step-by-step to make your own Conscious Shift into your true greatness today. Welcome back, everyone. This is Julianne Turner. You are listening to Conscious Shift, and we are having the most wonderful, fascinating, futuristic conversation with Stephen Kotler, author of the new book, Stealing Fire, How Silicon Valley, the Navy SEALs, and Maverick Scientists are Revolutionizing the Way We Live and Work. And we've been talking about this revolution in human possibility. And... It's really relevant for us, Stephen, as uh, a, as a as a people, as a human society, as a planet, that the kinds of skills that uh, 
really raising our consciousness, shifting our consciousness to these altered states actually boosts creativity, high speed de- decision making, which are and, and have been proven again and again to be the top essential skills for the 21st century, right? Yeah, they're up there for sure. And so it's, it really is, uh, a, an essential aspect of high performance. And you've seen that, as you've mentioned, in CEOs, um, in Navy SEALs, in sports, uh, in high, high, uh, level sports, uh, performers all across the, the gamut. And I want to talk about a couple of those. Um, that were really fascinating. There are so many fascinating examples in Stealing Fire. But I did want to talk with you, first of all, about the Nazils. And this, actually, their secret weapon is not just their physical prowess, and it's not just that they really um, are have to be smart and process a lot of, you know, be kind of a, a military multi-tool. But there's actually something else that happens during this shift of consciousness that makes them the most powerful. Could you describe that to us? Yeah, um, for sure. And it's, you know, the SEALs are a great case today for this, but this, you know, this benefit shows up everywhere and it's really critical everywhere. Um, What, you know, as we move into these states, there's there's, there's a big shift in brain function and of the things that, that happen, um, all of them allow us to work better as teams. So everything from kind of heightened information processing, so you can take in more information per second and recognize patterns more quickly, right, which if you're moving as take the SEALs, right, through enemy terrain, they need to be taking in information instantly and all moving together and reacting kind of in sync to it, right? That's really critical to their safety and to their success. Um, simultaneously, the neurochemicals that show up in these states, besides kind of amplifying information processing and group information processing, they also amplify social bonding. And this is really fundamental. So all of those neurochemicals that show up in these states link us together very tightly. They heighten trust, they heighten cooperation, collaboration. So what's happening as, you know, the SEALs, for example, shift into these states, they are learning, they're snapping into a state of consciousness that allows them to function, function as a seamless team, like a hive mind. They're one entity. And, you know, this isn't all that unusual. If you saw the Super Bowl, right, this, the Patriots coming back in the fourth quarter, the miraculous comeback, same skill, same state shift. That allows that um, to happen. So, you know, this ability to kick into group flow is really you know, fundamental to a ton of things we do, and we do it best by shifting states. So that's, it's really fundamental to the SEALs. In fact, most of what we think of as SEAL training, as you, as you alluded to, um, is actually spent, you know, training uh, soldiers how to shift their consciousness into flow. Um, but, it, you know, it's showing up more and more everywhere because it's just fundamental. And what you've also found, Stephen, and, and this is kind of good news, bad news, isn't it, is that if creativity and collaboration and high speed, you know, uh, processing, information processing are essential in, in, you know, this day and age, um, 
we're we're really not very good, tra- you know, traditionally at teaching those skills, right? It's really a challenge. Yeah, it's, I mean that's that that's what we consist to find over and over again that the so-called 21st century skills, creativity, high-speed problem-solving, cooperation, collaboration, those sorts of things, um, we're, we're lousy at in, in business, in education, kind of everywhere at, at teaching people uh, to do that stuff. And there's a really simple reason. We keep trying to train up a skill, and what we need to be training is a state of mind. Yes. So if we can shift you know, what we think of as kind of fundamental to high performance we can start tapping into exactly what we need to solve the problems of the 21st century. Wow, that is something else. Yeah, instead of focusing on the skill, uh, you know, really begin to see that it's shifting a state of mind. And even in in, in some cases, uh, uh, if you will, a, a worldview, uh, you know, how we think about things versus just, you know, what we do, what we're able to do. Not that those things aren't important, but there's a higher level there. And then... You know, we also talked about, uh, and just kind of touched on briefly, Stephen, that, 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 this literally, these altered states boost, uh, boost our abilities, you know, up to 400, 500%. So what you're seeing, uh, is that the seals are layering some of these ecstatic techniques, uh, things like float tanks and neurofeedback to, uh, to help them learn Learn languages faster, right? Yeah, that's a, that is absolutely going on. The seals have a medium and a multi-million dollar facility uh, meant to kind of train up cognitive high performance, and they have flow tanks that are, as you pointed out, um, gussied up with neurofeedback, heart rate variability, some other biometrics, sound, you know, light, etc. And um, they're using them primarily to amplify recovery after missions, but the SEALs also need to speak foreign languages. They can be deployed, you know, five different theaters simultaneously over the course of a year, so learning foreign languages is really important. And what we're told is that by using these tanks and, and altering consciousness to sort of put people in a, a state that's prime for learning, they can cut the time it takes a SEAL to learn a foreign language from six months, which, which you know, used to be kind of advanced language school, down to six weeks, which is very incredible. It's a, it's, it's a big shift. That is huge. Fluency in six weeks in a, in a different language. It's really mind-boggling. It's an interesting frontier, that's for sure, right? <laughs> Absolutely. So... Um, you're finding that there are all of these, you know, different technologies, um, you know, ecology as well, uh, psychology, if you will, kind of the personal development area, um, and even ecstatic experiences like Burning Man are, are starting to have uh, a play, a play in in some really high level. Uh, decisions. In fact, in the in the book Stealing Fire, you talk about the fact that uh, Google founders uh, Sergey Brin and, and Larry Page actually uh, Burning Man had a role in their identifying who would be the best CEO for Google. Pretty fascinating, right? Unbelievably fascinating. And really, they were looking for a way to screen for group flow. 
which is a hard thing to screen for, right? It doesn't show up on, on anybody's resume, but Google sort of ran on that fuel, and they have been longtime devotees of Burning Man, have been going forever, and when it, you know, when their board said they had to hire a CEO and they had, you know, spent a year searching and, and couldn't find anybody who worked and pissed off a lot of people in the valley, um, they were sort of out of options and they heard that Eric Schmidt, uh, veteran of Sun Microsystems, actually had been to Burning Man. So they sort of rejig bliss, gave the guy a call back and took him to Burning Man. And what they wanted <laughs> to see was, you know, how was he going to do, right? Like they needed somebody who could kind of get what they were trying to do but and, and give them some adult supervision but not ring out all the crazy genius. And that meant really understanding how they worked and, you know, and where their creativity came from. And, you know, it worked. They, you know, Eric passed. He got hired, and the results, you know, were a, a revolutionary, to be revolutionary. Um, so, you know, they used Burning Man as a filter. And, by the way, the, the same neurobiological changes produced by flow, meditation, psychedelics, are produced by Burning Man. Research done by Molly Crockett out of Oxford um, shows that. And so the, so the term transformational festival is actually literal. It really is a transformational festival going by what it does to the brain. Wow. It, it, it literally shifts consciousness and, and takes us to uh, altered states. It's, it, this is all so fascinating, and there's so much more in the book, Stephen. Uh, again, the book is Stealing Fire. Uh, there are also some some, you know, some warnings, you know, a couple of, you know, some blind spots, some pitfalls. And what you said earlier, Stephen, is it's really important to know how to use these ecstatic techniques purposefully and with precision. So uh, we want to we want to say that, <laughs> you know, um, uh, let people know that, uh, that your book is a great start, a great guide uh, to doing so. And. Would you let us know where we can find Stealing Fire and where we can find you, Stephen, and also the Flow Genome Project? Just a just a little bit of orientation for our listeners so they can come and and partake and participate more. Absolutely. So uh, the the download on Stealing Fire is stealingfirebook.com. Gives you everything you need on that one. If you want to find me. I'm stephencotler.com, S-T-E-V-E-N-K-O-T-L-E-R.com. And if you really uh, want to dig deep into much more of the research into flow, check out the flowgproject.com. Perfect. Okay, those three, stealingfirebook.com for the book, stephencotler.com for Stephen, S-T-E-V-E-N-K-O-T-L-E-R.com. And then the Flow Genome Project, fascinating uh, courses there, um, a growing body of knowledge about how to uh, more more quickly and consciously move into flow, flowgenomeproject.com. And I'm not even going to try to spell that out <laughs> on the show. I think people can find it, flowgenomeproject.com. Stephen, it has been, again, such a joy having you on Conscious Shift. I hope that we have... Many more conversations. Thank you so much for being with us today. You've been listening to Conscious Shift with your host, Julianne Turner. If you're ready to make your own Conscious Shift, 
to awaken the power and the singular greatness already within you. Julianne is your expert coach and trusted ally, your passionate professional guide to create your highest purpose, profitability, and potential in your life, work, and world. Just go now to receive a free webinar and to apply for a free private fast track power session personally with Julianne at www.myconsciousshift.com. You'll instantly receive free access to invaluable resources and bonuses that will guide you forward. Just go to www.myconsciousshift.com now to step into your highest purpose, profitability, and potential. Now is the time to shift into your greatness. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.